The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour With your hosts Joe Bob Ah, you're awful And A.J. Applegar Sin Shu Chu It's a mouthful All right, welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as always, AJ Applegarth. Well, not always, most of the time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm calling you out for last week. Uh, is AJ Applegarth um, donning the uh, the pink Fantasy Six Pack shirts? Love it, man. Got to represent. Love it, love it. Um, Still doing these days. Yeah, man. So what's up? How you doing, man? Yeah, get a little closer. My pink shirt. How's it going? Stretch this out. Uh, (laughs) it's going. It's going. It's going. All right. Today, uh, I'm breathing. So yeah, I guess it's good. I mean, yeah, that's that's all you can ask for, I guess, right? Uh, before we get going into the show here, uh, want to remind everybody to subscribe and follow us. YouTube, Periscope, Spotify, iTunes, you name it, we're there. Uh, we appreciate your support. Right now, we've got Jags and Dolphins. We're, we're recording a little later than usual, um, but Jags, Dolphins, right at the start of the third quarter, Dolphins win 21-7. to Fitzmagic is, uh, is doing his thing tonight, so it's looking good for them right now. Uh, yeah, AJ... How'd week two go for you, man? Did you come out unscathed? Because uh, I, I did not. I had Sucked. Saquon in one league. Not not good. Yeah, our guess is I grimacing Am I muted? off that It content. sucked. It was <laughs> so, terrible. My, my question to you week. was also, did you come out unscathed? No. 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 Nobody did. No, my, my home league team, I have... The luxury of CMC and Michael Thomas as keepers. Thomas Ooh. is at least late round. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that, man. Yeah. That so uh, what was it that Meatloaf used to sing? Two out of three ain't bad. Well, you're wrong, <laughs> Loaf. You're <laughs> wrong. All right. That's two out of three that I need to win oh, games. Dude, that's, that's, that's pretty brutal, man. I'm sorry about that one. All right, well, it sounds like we need to get the beer of the week soon. So let's jump into our guest here and introduce him. Scott Simpson. Uh, founder of Nimble with Numbers. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen him on Twitter. Funny guy. Periscope does lots of lots of broadcasts on there. Um, I have a good time with him. We're we're in a league with him, Maryland-ish league. I guess I'll call it that. We call it the Crab Cake League. But uh, so we're just trying to weed all the other guys out. No, it's good. Uh, <laughs> Scott, how's it going, man? Uh, it's, it's going well, man. I appreciate the invite tonight for you and AJ. Uh, you know, I'm honored to join you. I got to come uh, and join your show earlier this year. You said you'd have me back. Thank you for bringing me back. Uh, do, do we go right to the beer? You know, how, how do we do this? Does the guest Absolutely, man. Let's okay. just jump right into it. If, if Jeff's ready to cue the music, let's, let's do it. Mm, beer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, Scott. So let, let's, uh, you're the guest. Go ahead and tell us what you are, are, are drinking tonight. All right. So I'm going to start with what I'm drinking now, but this show's an hour or so. So it's not going right. to be one. <laughs> so I'm going to give a little breakdown of, of all three because yeah, I'm a man. Uh, so I'm drinking all local beers from, from my area-ish. You know, we talked about our Maryland-ish league. Same, same with the beer. Uh, True Respite makes a lot of great beer. One of their best beers, though, is their new Lager Hosen, and it is their kind of Oktoberfest. It's got nice. a nice little, uh, you know, oomph oomph on the front there with the I love that. It looks great. I, I enjoy it. My wife bought a four-pack for us last weekend, and then I came upstairs after we each had one, and there was none left. And I said, did you you just drank three out of the four? There was four. She said, yeah. And so I got another four-pack today. And I said, you get, you <laughs> get one. I said, you get one. Up for it. I'll you get, show you. Yeah, you get one. So that's that's the first. Also local. Uh, I've had a few of these tonight myself. They're, these are delicious. Jailbreaks Oktoberfest. This is right down the street from, from Joe and myself here in MoCo. Delicious. And then... I'm traveling a little bit out of the state, but a local for us here, kind of in the in the DMV area. Uh, I got a dogfish pumpkin ale, and uh, these just go down like water for me. I don't like them too too sweet and and syrupy, and they do a great job of just keeping it light. Not a lot of head, just goes boom right down. So you'll see me sipping on all of these. Uh, but cheers and thanks for the invite. This is my kind of show. Absolutely, I got the Oktoberfest gear going. <laughs> I, I love it, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, AJ, what you got? All right. Well, uh, since I was so uh, inclined to miss last week's show, my apologies to our listeners. Um, but you're welcome, Kevin. Thank you for filling in. Uh, I was going to drink this last week and did at some point, but now I'm drinking it again. It is the Stone Ruined Again Triple IPA, 10.8er uh, in a 12 ounce can, just screams delicious. Headache not happening yet. So, uh, yet. Su- super smooth <laughs> and delicious. Uh, this is one you have to find, like I told you last weekend. Yeah, I, I, I went to a different beer store and it unfortunately was not there. So you may have to buy some and come bring it to me, man. It's not by me for some reason. All right. Mine is a, uh, it's a Virginia beer a brewery that my friend got me onto, Jason Hobel, uh, Aslan Brewer Company phenomenal beer uh this is bringing extra sexy back it is a double dry hop double ipa 9.8 percent so it is uh it's up there i mean i've already had half of it so good start to the show oh yeah <laughs> we're all waking up with headaches tomorrow yeah it? probably it's basically no. skull right i'm, Just I'm not going to try to but yeah. we'll we'll see we'll see i think all of our beers need to be taken with a few tylenol and uh i will I might be napping tomorrow morning while my son watches a movie. I, I might be teaching the future I, generations of the. Of the at, so. You're at home though. That's allowed. Excellent. All right, let's uh, let's jump into this. So we start the show. With new thing this year. If you guys haven't watched, is the advice. I'm calling it the advice column. So this year's or this week, uh, the the topic is about none other than how to deal with the major injuries to your squad you know especially you know your studs we had a lot of them in week two obviously everybody knows it by now you know no point in rehashing all that 
I mean, look, when you lose a Christian McCaffrey, when you lose a Saquon, it, it, it's tough. Like, you're never truly going to replace that. Um, yeah, you, you can try to find the hot hand on the waiver wire. That's kind of the, the easiest way to do it. Um, you can try to trade. And, and the thing that our producer Jeff brought up was, you know, maybe this is the year with all the three-week IRs and stuff that's going on, you know, people get hamstring pulls. They're like, ah, you know what? We're just going to throw them a three-week IR. Like, let's let's use it, right? Maybe this is the year with all these injuries that are piling up, you know, because we had no real camp. We had no preseason. We're getting all these soft tissue injuries. That's what's happening. You know, we see it with guys year in, year out that don't go to camp, right? They sit out. And then they get injured in week one because guess what? Their body's not conditioned. These guys aren't conditioned. That, that I'm blaming it on that flat out. Like everybody, you guys try to prove me wrong. I, I don't believe you. I'm sorry. I really don't. Um, maybe this is the year that you trade, you know, one of your good players. And he brought up like Zeke, right? Just as an option for two, you know, Go other good players, but maybe not elite like a Zeke, right? You just build some depth, build some, build some cushion into your lineup that it's gonna score good, you know, well enough most weeks to win. But especially if you get a hit with another injury, you've got some guys there. You're not having to go after Deion Lewis. Like, I mean, let's be real. Nobody's happy to go after Deion Lewis in the waivers this year, this week. But we had to. <laughs> like, some people had to. You weren't happy. Him him. Nobody really wanted to watch Freeman, but you had to. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my my take on how to deal with injuries. I don't know, Scott. What do you, you got? Any other advice with it? Yeah, I mean, one thing I've noticed, and this is more from a DFS perspective, but I think you see this in offenses is maybe looking to target some of the the tools around the player who is injured. So you might not get a lot of running back value out of the, the New York Giants position. It's going to be a three-headed monster. You know, who, who knows who's in at what time, and it's going to be a crapshoot. You're not going to value them as well. But you know, maybe it bumps uh, Slayton up a little bit because, you know, maybe he gets more targets because he right. is more familiar in the offense. So I think there's there's another another kind of way to look at it is is those weapons around that, that other weapon that kind of went down, they normally get a bump. Uh, you know, and, and – and so it's not a one for one replacement. We kind of we understand that now and right, kind of how the right. NFL works. Next man up is is great, but oftentimes the next man up does not have the skill level that procure, procured that person the the number one role, and you have to split that into you know t- touches kind of being spread out. So I look for those players around him to get that bump. Yeah, I mean, and and that's where I was going with you know you you, you can kind of scour the waiver wire for that kind of hot, you know, that next hot hand, or you know, like. There's a couple of guys that are out there right now, like throw it out there, right? Like, so Christian McCaffrey, right, as out. Mike Davis is like the hot hand right now. Like, he's going to get three, four, five, maybe weeks of solid production, not CMC production, but solid production where, you know, you're not going to totally die from that. But you could also just, you know, there's always guys for like two, three weeks at a time are just awesome. And then they did, they did disappear. So you've got to find me. You just, to have to, you know, ride the waiver wire and just hope you find a couple of those guys. So I think you're spot on there with that. AJ, got anything else to add? Uh, yeah. I mean, you mentioned Davis and and how he's, you know, the guy for right now. And, and Carolina did the right thing by putting CMC on the IR. So we know he's out, all right? It's, it's like 
we were talking earlier, Michael Thomas, he's just going to be this week to week thing. So I can't just shove him into an IR spot and I have to either <laughs> drop somebody or try to trade or do neither and then just not be able to set a lineup. Thanks, sleeper. Um, and, you know, Davis, though, I mean, he was awesome when he came in. He went eight for eight with receptions, 74 yards. I don't know if you're going to get that every week out of him, yeah, but no, probably not. But, you know, it, it's nice to see that there's production with these, you know, retread players that have just been able to catch on now because the guy in front of him is injured. So we'll see what he can do and, and Lewis and and all of these guys. But I, I also agree with Scott. I, I like going after the guys that are going to be, you know, on the periphery originally and now they might be a little more in the spotlight AJ, yeah. sorry sorry uh joe aj one yeah. thing I, I did like what you said about mike davis though in particular he's a little bit different than the, the, the new york situation we're talking yeah. about the number one and two picks in fantasy going down that's a big deal i mean that, that doesn't right. happen every single oh, year yeah. and i mean especially second week of the season to have it both happen <laughs> And Michael Thomas is out. So you you may the, – the, the drafts that I were in, you know, I was in – I did, I don't know, 50 of them. Uh, it, it normally <laughs> you went, and AJ both. Yeah, yeah. I was close. I was right there. Man. I like AJ. And probably in several leagues with him that we don't even know we're in the league. And then when we get the champions, <laughs> exactly. we chop the pot. Then we'll be like, oh, you. Oh, again? <laughs> DM me that money. I, I have well, one. Time. Exactly. But, we'll be that meme where they always put the little faces on people running. The two babies that are like, oh. And then the guy in the background is just like, yeah, yeah that's my kid. I love it. But, but I think that Mike <laughs> Davis is that uh, the game script for all of these games with him is going to be favorable because they stink. They stink. They give up so many yards per, per you know, rush on the ground. It's above five. They, they're not good. And so it makes them have to throw the ball eight times in the fourth quarter, you yeah. know. In a, in a meaningless game, really. I mean, all of it sounds crazy. All of Carolina's games this year are meaningless in in general in the NFL terms, but in terms of fantasy and DFS, they're 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 rife. They're rife for the taking. There's going to be oh, yeah. points scored. They're the Jaguars from four years ago, dude. Right. Yeah. Remember how good Blake Bortles was? Yeah. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. Trash Bortles. And 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 last year, Jameis Winston, who won me a championship. Thank you very much. They they were terrible, but I love yeah. it for fantasy. Fantasy is a different beast. And so I think thing, AJ, about Mike Davis, though, because that's an it's not going to happen every week with eight and a quarter, but they yeah. suck. They're going to have to throw the ball. And that's CMC is a great running back, but he's a product of a system that targets the running back because the quarterback doesn't Absolutely. throw down the field. I mean, it's just it's it's yeah. it's really a simplistic way. If if they were in an offense with a quarterback who threw the ball downfield like Carson Wentz, it would be different. It would look different. It just is. So sorry. I'm no, Oh, that's fine, man. All great stuff. That's what the advice column's about, guys. So, so take that to heart. You know, do what you can. It, it's tough out there. And trading is probably the best way to make it up, but trading's hard, man. People just don't. People want to win their trades all the time, so it's it's really tough. Um, all right, jumping in here to the weekly topics. We're gonna do a little stock up, stock down. So, you know, we got a couple weeks under our belt here. Um. And, you know, we're seeing trends, you know, injuries aside, I, I, I try to avoid those with this. But I picked some guys, quarterbacks, receivers, receivers, running backs, receivers and tight ends. And um, starting here with the quarterbacks with the stock up, I listed Garner Minshew and Cam Newton. Now, I don't think Garner Minshew is doing super hot tonight. 
unfortunately. But uh, he's running a little bit. Got you. Uh, got you one of those overs, Scott. But I, uh, I'm just annoyed. I, I specifically just got rid of everything to get my little stash back in full form for for Gardner's big Thursday night debut. Your fault well, then, for man. this week. Jinxed him uh, or the season. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it is my fault. I picked them up in a couple of leagues. I was happy I won the waiver and, and, you know, whatever. But AJ, yeah. look, you look good though. I mean, so I, it's. I know. I mean, I know that. Personal that level, is, like you're at least, it. So. at least there's that silver lining that, that is always present in my life is yeah. that I look good. <laughs> That's so. me too. That's me. Yeah, that, but see, we're different roads, but, you know, as an international plus size male model, you know, yeah. Wow. Been down that road. <laughs> I mean, we have seen your like your your, your GQ spreads on on Twitter, man. <laughs> Never gonna live those down, by the way. Three pictures that were leaked. I don't know how those got out. There's no there's no desire to ever want to live those down. And and if Scott says that there is, it's just adding more fuel to yes, you you love the pictures. Bring yeah, them on. I need more attention. Right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so. Some of these guys, Gardner Minshew and Cam Newton. <sighs> unless, unless somebody wants to say something about Gardner Minshew, I feel like Gardner Minshew just had a couple hot weeks, and like honestly, I think he's just a streamable quarterback in my opinion. Like people are getting really excited about him, and and I get picking him up to you know maybe take a flyer on him as a backup quarterback or something like that, and see if maybe it's going to keep going. I think tonight's proving it might not. <laughs> he's not doing terrible, but he just hasn't really been clicking a lot. Doesn't have DJ Shark, so maybe that's a big reason why. But Cam Newton's the big one, Scott. And I want to ask you this. I mean, the stats are crazy for him. He's on pace, which obviously isn't going to happen, but he's on pace for 32 rushing touchdowns and eight receiving <laughs> or eight eight throwing. Like, what? Let's find a way to get eight receiving, too. Just watch. Yeah, he might do that. They're going to they're gonna do some work, Philly like, specials to, to Edelman, former quarterback. Let him toss it in. It's going to be great. He has run the ball 29 times already this year. Or 20, is it 26 or 29? I forget. I just talked about this last night on another podcast I was on. Um, but, like, I want to ask you, like, can this continue with him? Or, like, is he just an injury waiting to happen with all this rushing? You know, I, I want to say he can can sustain this. I, you know, One thing I noticed in that game at the end is he landed on his head. He landed on his neck. It looked terrible. It was not – I mean, I, I loved his performance. It was epic. It was one of the best week two games I had ever seen. And I just got done watching the Atlanta Falcons and the Dallas Cowboys game, which I thought was one of the best games I had ever seen. And oh, uh, I, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but that onside that kick was, was yes. amazing. That was phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. And you're not a Cowboys fan either, AJ. No, but, but you gotta I watched be like, that and no, loved every no, minute of it. It was phenomenal. If, if anyway. At one point, I just I'm watching. I know it was Hayden Hurst who was behind one of the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm like, you know that it's about to go across the line. You can't start to get down when it crosses the line, genius. You need to lay down and block it from cross. Oh no! It did. Oh my gosh, your positioning was off. How did that happen? So it just. <laughs> It made me so upset, like as a coach. The hand seems out the hand seam when you don't have your hands next to the ball. You have a brain yeah. team. You break, move your body to the ball. Uh, hot potato. I just wonder how many teams Nobody wants try to copycat that. Like, that's got to be the only way to get an onside kick. It is the only way. They figured <laughs> that was it out. Incredible. But, but who can spit it like that? That's 
utterly incredible. It really yeah. was, man. Yeah. Practice it, and they're just. But anyway, so so Cam Newton, is his stock really up, or is this yeah. just a two-week yeah. hot run here? For no, him? I think I think if he was on any other team but the Patriots, I would say, uh, you know, just maybe maybe a little bit of a flash, maybe old Cam coming back, but he's got Belichick. You know, Belichick is a, a brilliant mind, and you know we we do a segment on on my pod that is called uh you know <laughs> New England Baywatch, and and so far Cam has looked a lot better than than Tom, and I feel like you know Belichick has an upgrade. And it's a crazy story to kind of think you know last year Tom Brady's not in New England, Cam Newton is in New England. It's weird, but it fits and it's working. Uh, and that was a bad play call. I don't like the design. They didn't put another body in front of him. They had a move tight end. They could have brought on the edge and uh, whatever. It wasn't a great play call, but, but Cam did get his head hit. So I'm, I, you know, uh, it's, it's, I think he can sustain it. I do think he can. If he gets hit in the head again, a couple more times though, it could, you know, I'm, I don't like that. That's not yeah. one thing. I, I am nervous with his injury history and the fact that he's so aggressive and he's still being super aggressive right now running the ball. But AJ, you got anything else to add to that? Yeah, just that I'm mad at myself for trading Cam when he was injured last year and then not playing on a team and was happy. And then I got really sad. It was a super flex league. <laughs> you sound like it, man. Your, your range of emotions on the show today has just been from extreme to extreme. You, know? you sound like Eeyore there, man. You were like, I'm yeah, sorry I'm that sorry. I am a multifaceted podcaster, oh, Scott. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I will man. try to just stay monotone the rest of the way. <laughs> Zero emotion. AJ, you're drunk, bro. You, you. Been... I'm not. I wish I was. I, I like wish you, I could but... explain. God, maybe the, you and I are because the, we were basically you know, pre-gaming the for the show. Uh, waiting, awesomeness that this yeah. is. Yeah, we've yeah. been here like an hour just drinking beers. You know, yeah, this is good. This is yeah, number. That... This is number three. I'm almost done. I've got number my, four. My dog's actually fine. I was just getting rip-torn hammered before the show. Um, <laughs> and I needed an excuse. So wouldn't be the first no. time. Anyway. All right. Let's let's move <laughs> it along. Be the last. Running backs. So I put down Leonard Fournette, Joshua Kelly, and Gibson from the Washington football team. All three guys, you know. Interesting coming into the season, Fournette's stock was dropping like a rock. Kelly's stock was yeah, kind of rising near the very, very end. And Gibson, I think, shot way up. But then after week one, everybody's like, well, wait, hold up, hold up. Maybe this isn't really his. Peyton Barber. <laughs> no, guys, come on. Um, but Gibson saw the line share of the touches last week. Um, but like, who interests you most out of those three going forward, Scott? Wow, that, that's a great question. I think I think there's in, in all of the situations that you see, there's potential. Uh, the problem I have with Gibson a little bit, he, and he he has a lot of raw potential. For Washington, yeah, for the Washington football team. <laughs> for, for, for yeah, for the, um, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. And uh, and I think they've made some really good strides. And I've lived here in this area, in the Washington area, for forty of my forty-one years. And it's a it's a new day apparently com- compared to old days. But they just don't have a lot of high quality players on the offensive line, or or their scheme really is kind of new, and they're trying to figure out. I don't have a lot of faith in Gibson. I think he'll pop game to game because he has skill and talent. He'll get in space. He'll get the ball. He'll make something of it. He'll, he'll bounce off a tackle. But I really like Joshua Kelly, and I think what I like about him is the steady targets 
or sorry, steady um, attempts. And then also he's getting those green zone or now red zone, green zone. We're changing the zones. I don't know. Uh, but you know, when he's down at the goal line, he's in the game. Austin Eckler is not. I love that. And especially this week when he's going up against a team that has given up, I think it's multiple touchdown rushes. Dave Richard said this this morning, seven straight games from the Carolina Panthers. They've given up two touchdowns to opposing team. That's a great stat. Uh, for him, he could have a two touchdown game tomorrow. So just on the on the kind of mm-hmm. periphery, I really like him a lot. And be, and because of that, I, I forgot who your third guy was. Uh, Fournette. Fournette. I, you know, he ascended. I think quicker than, or you know, maybe not as quick as we thought he would. But just, I mean, I think he, Ronald Jones is not the starting running back for that team. You, you don't sign Leonard Fournette to to go. Hey, this is Ronald Jones. Can you hold his jock for a little bit? Not only that, they signed him to the veteran maximum that they could at that point. Like after the season starts, you're only you can only do so much, right? So they gave him the max that they could to make sure that they got him. That that was a telling sign to me. Yes, they sold out. I mean, I think they want to win a Super Bowl right now. Which oh, of course. You mean you mean Tom Brady's old and won't be around next year? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So I mean, but I, I do like Leonard Fournette as well. I think that if you his his value is crazy because I saw people draft him in the fourth round in some uh, you know redrafts and then in the seventh round it, it was weird and kind of how it went down because he got traded and he got dropped and cut released mm-hmm. and then you know it was it was a saga in the middle of drafting season uh, but I do like where he's landed and I feel like he's got touchdown upside every week because Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are going to be getting the ball they're going to be running down the field and sometimes they get tackled in in that green zone so uh, I do like. Uh, both of those kind of better than than Antonio Gibson going forward. AJ, anything to add? Yes, I like Fournette. <laughs> okay, let so AJ go first next time. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't I, well, I have him, and I was scared because of Scott Fishbowl forced to well, not forced to take him. I took him over a couple guys who blew up last week that I don't want to talk about. Um, but he blew up uh, for my bench, so mm. oh, yeah, that one too. I like Fournette's arrow, but Joshua Kelly, I think, is a steady, safer player. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned the the attempts and 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 the touches, uh, for for Kelly, uh, twelve the first week, and that was with Josh Jackson there as well for some of that game. Jackson's, I think, Jackson's out of the picture at this point, Definitely. even though he's injured. I think he's just out of the picture at this point. 23 last week. Granted, the, the the average wasn't great, but the fact that you're giving him 23 touches, he saw more work than Eckler. Eckler was better, but Eckler saw more work. Or, or yeah, Joshua Kelly saw more work. That's that's crazy. So I think it's just, I don't think he's going to take over for Eckler, but this is clearly like they believe in this guy and they're gonna they're gonna use him a lot. Um, so moving on to receivers here, guys, I got listed down. You know, I, I found. Kind of hard to find some stock up receivers that weren't just purely injury based. But the guys I, I looked at was Julian Edelman, basically because of Cam being able to find some guys, being better than I think everybody thought. Um, I was more of an Edelman believer than a lot of people coming into the season. So I was kind of happy to see it. John Brown, a lot of people were down on him big time because Diggs showed up and Josh Allen's accuracy is terrible. But it's Josh Allen's been utterly amazing the first couple of weeks. And so I want to hear your thoughts on that. And then Robbie Anderson for Carolina. I mean, we're talking garbage for Carolina before, but Robbie Anderson has gone over a hundred yards both weeks. I mean, 
Hello. <laughs> uh, let's start here with, you know what? Screw it. Robbie Anderson. Scott, like, can he keep, I mean, I don't, 100 yards every week is not going to happen. But, I mean, like, what can we really realistically expect from Robbie Anderson? And is he just like, you got to go get him if he's, out, if he's out there type of thing? Oh, yeah, I mean, I think if he's out there, you definitely have to go get him. That's 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 a that's a given. I think he he should have been picked up, and he should be owned. Uh, I think he gets elevated to your flex position uh, in in your in your lineup every week. I think I think because of that game script we kind of talked about earlier, there is opportunity for him, and he has shown that he can separate when when the ball is in the air. You know, he's always one of those top fifteen, top ten air yards guys. When the ball is in the air, he does maximize value. And what I saw in the first week was a guy who can could shake a tackle in after he caught the ball too. I like that. Yeah. There was a, a, a strength that uh, you know in, in those processes that he was going through, he was not being stopped. Uh, and so I do like him uh, this this week, and I like him going forward. Curtis Samuel, crazy from last year, when, you know when Cam Newton was just so off, you know the, the year before, and his, in his kind of progression, you thought, okay, he's going to get a better quarterback. Well, he's not being targeted. He's not kind of involved as much as the other two receivers are. So he he's kind of gone by the wayside and a lot quicker than I thought. I, I was a Curtis Samuel kind of believer. Yeah. Thought Robbie not alone. Would, would be hard to catch on. So, yeah, definitely not alone there. Uh, AJ, ask you, I want to ask you about Julian Edelman. I mean, like we talked to just a second ago about how Cam's running a lot, but like when he does pass, it's all going to the kill Harry and Julian Edelman. I mean, can we, you know, is, is his stock really up or was it just, you know, one big game last week that's really doing it? Uh, I, I mean, it's not even really one big game. I mean, last week was definitely the bigger of the two, but this is his pattern right now. Him and Harry both are on the same typical Belichick. I'm going to put the entire team on the injury report so nobody knows who's really injured. Um, but the two of them... They're not really practicing. They're they're dealing with these little ticky tack injuries, getting hopefully healthier, which is scary because if they're the only two really getting the ball, I mean you have you have no vision of a tight end getting anything here. Um, the running game is Cam Newton, uh, which which even further clouds the Belichick running model. Um, but yeah, Edelman. I, I mean, I definitely was off on him coming into the season, but the more I looked at it and the more we were talking about it, it was like, you know what? Who the hell else is he going to throw to? Or, or who's Stidham going to throw to? I mean, he needs somebody reliable. Right. And then Cam comes along and it's like, oh, okay, he's the guy. We just, we just, just that O was Minshew just missing a wide open Chris Connolly. I mean, he was getting drilled, but he just, overthrew him. I mean, nowhere near him for 10 yards. It was incredible. Oh, that was brutal. Uh, All right. And the last guy here. Edelman's a guy. So the last guy here is John Brown. I mean, Diggs is there. So people were a little off on him, Scott. But, I mean, he's he's made plays. I mean, this this passing offense has just been – nobody predicted predicted it to be this good. Uh, I mean, can this be sustained? And and, and should we really believe in his stock being up right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, it, you know, last week Diggs busted out 
And, uh, you know, they were going to get him targets. I think he had 10 targets the first week. John Brown got the touchdown the first week, though. And I think that yep. that is going to be what happens. It's not we, – we chase touchdowns. That's the, the whole fantasy game is about touchdowns. If you want to get down to it, you know, yards are important. PPR particularly, you get those, those targets. And, and all those things matter. But you win your matchups when your guys score touchdowns. That's, it's six points. That's a yeah. huge – Huge, you know, upside. So I feel like every week John Brown has that upside. I know I, in, in DFS I include him in, in some of my other, you know, lineups. Not my, my Millie Maker necessarily, but he's always around because he's got great value as a wide receiver too. And and this year I, I kind of put forth my wide receiver two theory that on these, you know, not maybe not Buffalo in particular, but in a lot of these offenses you have one on one matchups with with the uh, the, the second cornerback. Uh, oftentimes, or, or maybe the third cornerback, because there's an injury on that second receiver, and John Brown is not going to be getting the best cornerback each week. Stephon Diggs is demanding it; he's demanding right. that. He's demanding a safety. So I love that. I love John Brown uh, as somebody who he can get some of those little underneath targets and, and run with it and make yak after the the catch, or he can go over the top too because he's got the speed or a slant. We saw like a kind of a prolonged little slant and a, and a go, mm-hmm. and he went to the house. So. I do love that. I think John Brown is a great person to to kind of target and to have on your periphery. Yeah, I like him a lot. I've been a big fan of his for a long time, so I'm glad to see him still doing well. And a guy playing tonight, Mike Gusecki, is tight end. He's the only stock up tight end I found. Like tight end's been kind of chalk this year, uh, I feel like. So, but Gusecki is a guy who sort of fifty fifty, depending on who you talk to. People loved him. People hated him. He's balling out, man. The first game wasn't pretty. This game's not awesome by any means, but he's uh, he has scored on his only target a 15-yard touchdown catch, so you're going to take it. Um, but last week, he just crushed it. Uh, I-, I liked him after he balled out the last four or five weeks of last year. I was like, oh, he's arrived. He figured it out. Um, Scott, you know, what's your what's your thoughts on Kaseki moving forward? You know, I, I think one of the criticisms for him is that he didn't have a lot of uh, of the yak we mentioned earlier. He he kind of caught the ball and got tackled. I think that if you look at, at his performances in the past, he hasn't been thrown into opportunities to catch the ball and to kind of go with it. They've been more, you know, in, in that linebacker safety zone where you're getting hit immediately when you get that ball. Uh, but he's been able to make the catch. He's been able to be there. We saw it last week, too, with that one hand to grab. You know, when he is targeted in this offense, you know, the, the end of last year and and this year so far, he's been consistent in making those grabs. So he hasn't been targeted a bunch tonight, but they haven't needed it. They're up big. And so I understand that game script is going to be a little different. Uh, but he's somebody when they're not dominating and they're not going to dominate a lot that he is going to get a lot of targets. And so I, I feel like he has potential to be, you know, not just a top tight end, a top 10 tight end, but maybe even in that top five, six range this year, uh, especially with the top touchdown upside. We watched a play. We talked about it. He was, uh, you know, five, six inches taller than the DB. And he, just put, yeah. and he caught the ball. I mean, big, he's a big it dude. Just, it was just like little guy against big guy. Big guy got the ball, uh, you know, and so. Yeah, I do. I do like Aseki a lot as somebody who, if you have him, you know, don't trade him away. Keep him on your team. He's going to get you value. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think we just move on here. Sorry, AJ, we got to move it along just a little bit. Um, so if you if you want to run the the stock down, yeah. go ahead, man. Let's do it. I'll uh, I'll do this as as Eeyore as possible with stock down. <laughs> Quarterbacks. Um, we have three guys here that are listed. 
Um, one is is Carson Wentz. One is is Drew Brees. I can't. I can't. I can't. And the other is uh, Big Tom. Tom Brady. Uh, I I mean, I don't. I don't even want to start in on my hometown boy here. So Scott, pick one of the three and and have at it. Well, I'm I'm going to tell you a sad tale. I have two of the three on one of my teams. It's Owen two. <laughs> And uh, I cut Carson Wentz, which is probably the dumbest thing I've done because he's probably going to go, you know, go crazy. Uh, Tom has not looked great, unfortunately, and some of his overthrows out of bounds have made it into the stands. And we're not talking touchdown overthrows; we're talking like, you know, thirty yards over the sideline on a simple little, you know, wheel route that never developed. And you're like, what? Uh, you know, so I'm I'm a little I'm a little worried about. Tampa Tom right now you know not having both weapons in is kind of it, it's going to delay you of course you know I, I Scotty Miller's great he's a little guy you know what I mean and he and and he dropped a touchdown too yeah, so yeah. you know and then LaShawn McCoy dropped a touchdown too so maybe I'm overreacting and 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 Tom's great but you know I, I'm still I, I'm not sold on him yet I haven't dropped him from my lineup, but he's not somebody I can start confidently this week. I'm definitely scouring my waiver wire going, Oh, who do I, I picked up Tannehill. That's who I picked up. Hey, I like it. I like that pickup, man. Three touchdowns and Tannehill pass for 112 yards and, uh, I lose again. So, but I (laughs) think I have both Brady and Wentz in the, uh, the hunger bowl that I jumped into. And I'm like, you're hungry. Come on. (laughs) It's super flex league. Ouch. You know who my third quarterback is? <laughs> Big Dick Nick. Why? Big Dick. Because Big Dick Nick. Should have I mean, started. he's gotten me zero points. I haven't started him, but I mean, right. shit, the other two aren't really that much ahead of him. No. Joe, which one do you like? Breeze? Like or he's dislike? <laughs> I, I'm just, yeah, he's the only and one we have to My dislike about, is so Wentz, dude. I mean,. I'm sorry, AJ. I know you're the big Philly fan, but and I, the, I was all over Carson Wentz. I had him in two different leagues. I have since dropped him in both of those leagues. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm right I'm there with you, Scott, on that one. It, it, it's, it sucks. The offensive line, there's no receivers. He's got Miles Sanders and me to throw to. Like it's bad, dude. Greg, Greg Waird, Greg Waird. Yeah, I mean, another, I get it. The tight ends are awesome. Quarterback turned receiver, but he just, he just can't produce enough. He'll, you know, he's gonna finish at this rate. Unless something changes drastically, which I'm not expecting, he's gonna finish at this rate like QB eighteen to twenty. Oh. Like this is not gonna be good because he'll he like he's talented enough to make some plays. His tight ends are talented enough to make some plays here and there, and then so is Sanders. So he's gonna have like a week or two where he's just gonna be awesome, like like the first quarter and a half of the Washington game where you're like, oh, okay, this is this is happening. Quarter and uh, a half, hey? <laughs> yeah. And then it was just like, oh, wait a minute. We just need to go run. We just need to run over the offensive line because they suck. That's the problem there. That's the biggest problem. I think Wentz is a slightly overrated player because of his MVP that got hurt season type of thing. You know, that, that year he was going to be MVP. I think he's slightly overrated because of that season. But I don't think he's nearly this bad. I still think he's top 12, top 10 quarterback for fantasy with a team around him who can actually play football. 
And right uh, now he just doesn't well, have. He doesn't have that. So that's, right. So right now he doesn't have one. So it's unfortunate. You know, it's, everybody gave him the benefit of the doubt because last last year he finished really strong with nothing around him. Yeah. But it's gotten worse, which was shocking. It, it is, and it's disappointing as an Eagles fan to see yeah. it. And it's like, okay, well, the you first guys game might he, get the first pick. What do you do? We're not. What do you do? Do you Carolina. take Lawrence? I mean, we're not taking Lawrence? that from Carolina. Come on. Do you take Lawrence? Hey, <laughs> Carolina's been more competitive than you guys. Can the Jets win one game this year? It's going to be oh. the Eagles, the Carolina Panthers, or the Jets at this point. That's that's it's the not going to be the Eagles. They're gonna they're gonna get hopes up, go on like a two game win streak, drop another three, and then maybe win another two well, to three the rest okay, of the year. Okay, still let's just Five play. Let's, just, let's let's have some fun here. If you get if the Eagles take the first pick, do you trade it or do you take Trevor Lawrence? Because that's the guy. Mm. You take Trevor Lawrence. You have to. Carson Wentz. I, yeah, He's been injured so many times, and well, I mean, yeah, but they just drafted. They just they also just wasted him a second round years, pick right? on Jalen Hurts, and then you're going to go a, and draft Lawrence the best, too, the best player in college. In I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't. I'm not trying to knock Lawrence by any means. The guy right. is fantastic. Um, I, I just think that. They they're they're not gonna get it, but I don't know. I, I that's a hard call for me. I would say get a fucking lineman that's not thirty six. I think an older the or best injured. way to do it for you guys is probably trade down, grab some picks, get some linemen, figure things out. Because yeah, you've, you get you got to get a lineman and some receivers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can't keep not. going to the damn Amoroso's bread factory and and picking up. Guys driving vans to go play in a fucking wide receiver role. Sorry, I'm cursing a lot tonight. Anyway, all right, Should running back beforehand. Anyway, move on. No, unfortunately not. Uh, running backs stock down. We've got Kenyon Drake. We've got Mixon, and then we've got Bills. I mean, the Bills. both of them. <laughs> yes, yeah. both of them. <laughs> There's not much holler of dollar bills over there. It's just just hollering at these crappy I'll running backs. Dollar bills. I like it, man. Yeah. That's what I have you here oh, for, man. I've got another one that's quite phenomenal, but I will save it for the rest of the show. Okay. Or later in the show, whichever comes last. All right, Scott, jump, jump on this, man. Who who do you like? Or, or, I guess, yeah, I just did the same thing AJ just did me. Who do you dislike more at this point? <laughs> The Bills guys, Mixon or Drake? Oh man, that's that's. I actually love Drake. I love Drake to bounce back this week. I think that offense is it's got a, a two man game going right now in Arizona, but they're gonna bust out this week against Detroit, and it'll get a three man game going. And I, so I, I like Drake. I'm not gonna, you know, uh, get you don't there. worry at all about. The the one thing I worry about is the fact that he's not getting his like Edmonds is really cutting into his snap count, his touches. I mean, it's like it's like a sixty three thirty three right now, maybe slightly less. But you do have to worry about that a little bit. No, I, I sort of agree with you. Like I, I still like him, but that is something that people are getting really worried about. He's like RB eighteen right now too. It's like, ugh. well, I think because he got drafted so high, I think. All of these um, assessments of players are based on their draft capital. Of course. And so, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's kind of the lens we look through when we talk about anybody. Um, but 
I think he has, uh, you know, definitely not regressed, but he's got a chance to, you know, make that regression he's done the last couple weeks kind of, you know, it evens out. I, you know, looking at, I have a DFS tool I look at that kind of shows you the week-by-week breakdown of players. People go up and down. It's a normal flow of kind of the NFL, the game script, how the how the game unfolds, the level of defense, the competition, the injuries. I mean, last week, Jordan Reed had two touchdowns. Uh, when was the last time that happened? 2015? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. It's, when was it's, the last time he was healthy it's, enough to do two oh touchdowns? <laughs> when he signed with the San Francisco 49ers, I said, please retire, Jordan. Like, I, I, he I, needs to. He really does. I'm going to get hurt. You know, I don't want to hurt. But, you know, it, it, it does. The, the value of players fluctuates. But, you know, I, I like, Drake, the, the, the Bills scare me because here's why. They they don't have a game script, it seems. It seems that they're throwing the ball a lot more than they had mm-hmm. the previous time. And, and and I understand why. You know, I understand why. But it they don't have their roles carved out yet, so we really don't know. And so I don't feel comfortable starting either of those backs. I'm not releasing either of them either. They're no, my I'm not either. They're on my bench. But I, just, I don't feel great. And one of them will pop, and you'll go, oh, I should have known. No, nobody should have yeah. known. You should have yeah. known. No, I, I get you, man. I'm right there with you on the Bills. And... and I've got I've got Singletary in in one league, Moss in two, because uh, they were going kind of late, and I was like, you know what, whatever, I'll, I'll take a stab at this. You know, somebody's gonna pop out, but it just isn't like, and but I did not expect forty two passing attempts from Josh Allen, thirty five the first game, something like that. You know, whatever it is, it's crazy, and they've been strangely in like close games, even though they're playing subpar opponents. So you kind of got to worry about that. Like their defense is still okay, but like why aren't these blowouts and why aren't they just hammering the ball down their throats at this point? Because that's why you won in Moss. Right. But that's why I worry about the bills more is because of that. So you're kind of right on there. So let's move on here to the wide receivers, AJ. All right, we got Arab, Will Fuller, Gallup. Who do you like the least, Scott? Well, here's the question, and and I'm not up to date to the second, so maybe you have more in in injury information. Uh, what's going on with with Will Fuller and, and his hamstring? How's how's that? Is, is it okay right now? Is it healthy? Because he looked great in week one, and in week two. Look like he's pulled a hammy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, is he back to pulling hammies? Is he okay? Because I've heard rumor that his hammy is still bothering him. And so I wanted to get the lay of the land from you. What What have you heard about? I, I haven't heard much that the fact that he's absent from the week three injury report. So okay. we have not. We're going to get to the injuries next. He is not on it because okay. that's what they've said. Okay. That, that makes me feel a little bit better. about <laughs> So maybe I'm not just shedding him, uh, you know, um, but a Rob, I, I mean, he's his value. I mean, he was a second round pick for some people, third round pick for others. You know, I don't have any of him, but you know, I, I think that too much apparently. Oh man, Mitchell <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, I, I can't ever draft one of his. I receivers. was banking on Foles, just like AJ was in that league that he yeah. drafted Foles. Yeah, I am too. So that's what it was. Foles is is just a steady guy who's going to do what the coaches say. Right. He's going to say what your first read is. Your second read is this guy, and then look for the dig on that, and then your out is okay. Good, hut hut, go. And Trubisky's <laughs> looking around like, what am I doing? Who who yet there? You know. And he played the Giants. Listen, if you come back against the Giants after you sucked against the Giants, what does that what does that say? 
You know what I mean? Oh, sorry, not Giants. The, the, Says- the, Lions. the Lions. You sucked against the Lions. And he didn't. He wasn't that great against the Giants either. But he came back in that in the first week against the Lions, and people were like, "Did you see Mr. Trubisky coming back? He's playing the Lions, and he was down by twenty points." <laughs> our, our our producer here is uh, he's a big Bears fan, so sorry. The defense has been particularly bad the first two weeks. So yeah. <laughs> Danny Trevathan, he's throwing shots. It's all right. It's a, it's funny. Uh, just <laughs> sorry. Hey, I so suck. I just say they're yeah. Anyway. So the summary is Trevathan sucks. Even though we're talking about receivers, Robinson is going to have his stock come up at some point. Yes. Like a big dick Nick, yes. if he ever gets in the lineup, because he's a guy who does his job, according uh, to Scott. Love watching. Okay, tight end. Ass his ass off. So, yes, Allen Robinson, if I can say a couple words, Allen Robinson is clearly, I think his stock is going to go up. I, I have no idea what the hell is going on. He's like angry and disgruntled over there. Just, dude, suck it up, dude. Go play some freaking football. You actually dropped a touchdown pass the week after you complained. You're not allowed to complain anymore until you start catching touchdowns. Right. I want to talk about Gallup real quick, and I am actually seriously worried about Gallup because I was big on him. I wasn't big on CeeDee Lamb coming in. CeeDee Lamb has taken over for Gallup. It is, it's over. Gallup has barely been targeted for the first couple of weeks. Cooper obviously gets all of his targets. He's not going to produce every week because that's what he does. But Lamb has just been phenomenal. Gallup has been a ghost and it's been sad because I have Gallup in three leagues of the eight that I'm in. Huh? A galloping ghost. says Jeff. Okay. Jeff. I like Jeff a lot, by the way. I I, I met Jeff earlier. We were hanging out while you guys were gone and he's, he's cool. (laughs) Shit. I just want to say I had to cuss too. So (laughs) that's awesome, man. So I'm not gonna um, lie to you. I, I have to jump in here. My, my team name on one of my team names. I ha- I trademarked this hashtag. It it's CDs TDs, and uh, my guy CD Lamb. I drafted him on every redraft team I could, and I I love him, man. He I is just didn't good. think that he was gonna be able to cut in. He was really NFL, off the rookie. He's an NFL I was, player. Like you watch was, him play, and he look. He does. If you watch him on Sunday, he doesn't look like he is a rookie. Like you no, see him. I, I was, I was just off the rookies this year because of the lack of camp, the lack of preseason. I just didn't want to risk it this year. I, I went after the guys who were there, especially with you know Gallup and Dak had that chemistry. I thought, I mean, Gallup was arguably better than Cooper last yeah, year, so yeah, Gallup got hurt. Like, how could you yeah. deny that? No. And so I was all over it, and then. It just disappeared. Like, that's so weird. He'll come back. He'll come back. I would not give up on Gallup at all. He yeah. is going to thrive. That offense is just lit. Every week, there's going to be somebody who breaks yeah. out. I mean, they've been in some shootouts already, which is kind of concerning that Gallup hasn't gotten a lot of works. But real quick, AJ, before you jump on, we've gotten somebody on uh, YouTube. Blue Crew Chip has asked us. Uh, he acquired Mike Davis off yeah. waivers. Uh, should I use him as a trade piece? My running backs are Kamara, Drake, Gordon, Zach Moss, and Joshua Kelly. What uh, decent players out there are worth him other than running back? I, I'm i fine trading him. I mean, I, I mean, he's got – I was obviously the target of the CMC owner immediately. 
Yes. I mean, that that's the guy. You go up to the CFC owner and see if he can give you a, you know, if you need tight end, go get tight end. If you need quarterback, go get quarterback. I don't care at this point. Like, you've got studs. You've got guys at running back. You don't need running back. So, I say just go get anybody. Does anybody disagree with me here? No, I think you're spot on. Yeah. yeah. AJ? No. That's, All right. You got to build move on the depth here. where you need it. So, speaking of tight ends, um, it's another big dick Nick reference. Uh, Ingram, Herndon, <laughs> Hooper, tight ends galore. Uh, none of them in Chicago. Root That's a shame. Hill. Mm. Oh, tight ends in Chicago weren't good in the first I place. I mean, it, well. <laughs> no, because oh, they're known Jeff. for their pizza and their Navy Pier. Okay, moving on. Ingram, Herndon, Hooper. Please. Ouch. I think California. Come on. Smog. Whatever. Windy city. You blow smog all over the place. <laughs> I will get a job. I going. will get a job at the Amoroso's Roll Factory, and then, you know what? I'll be playing on the fucking birds in three weeks. <laughs> Boom. A picture back there? That's going to be my picture. Sorry, B-Dog. I love you. What is happening right now? I don't even know. Are, are they, are they gonna, <laughs> the show's got out of control, Scott. What is, what is Scott? I don't is know. A, a, AJ has kind of been cussing a lot, I've noticed. <laughs> you I, know, I, YouTube I asked if we sent if me multiple the... emails that I have yet to check. <laughs> yes. Um, it's supposed to be like you know, it's, a couple it's times a family-friendly show, show unless uh, I'm actually here. So. <laughs> well, I, listen, I'll, I'll jump in and answer your question. Please. I, I, think, I think a bunch of those guys are hot garbage, not as players, not as people, but just in the role they have. The, the, the role isn't what it is. The, the, the New York Jets are a dumpster fire, like just a straight dumpster fire. I'm going to wow you with an amazing stat. What is What was their over-under for wins at the beginning of this season? What do you think it was in Vegas? Vegas was better. Yeah, six and a half. So seven. I got it at seven at DraftKings. Holy F. Holy F. That's insane. Like, they're the worst. They might win a game or two, and that's just on their defense might like, fall on a fumble. I mean, they're just they're terrible. I, I'm sure Chris butt Herndon fumble. will butt fumble a few more times. I'm sure Herndon will rise from the ashes a few, from what he's already been down. He hasn't been great so far. Um, but he, they're just – that's a bad offense. I don't like them. And then Hooper, he's not he's non-existent. And we already saw Harrison Bryant got a few targets, and he looked incredible. He can fly. So, you know, I don't like Hooper either. That's just like a, a, a who's who of of, of no. Yeah, I, I, I hated Hooper as soon as he went to Cleveland. So I was off of him to begin with. I you know I ranked him like I think when all said was done, I think I put him at fifteen in my draft rankings, which is too high at this point. But like you kind of had to put him somewhere because you're like, dude, he was tight one through like the first nine weeks last year. Like you can't deny that volume, uh, volume, volume. Yeah, pretty much. Which is why we all love Hurst, right? Right, and that's kind of working out so far. At least the second week it did. Ingram concerns me. Like he's just looked sluggish. Yeah, he just looked like what? Like he, his average catch is like nah. Like it's like I think it's less than nine yards or something like that right now. It's bad, dude. It's not good. Like so I, I'm like seriously. If you have Ingram till I, I get it. He's the name. He's been consistent. He's been good. He's talented. Go get these guys like go if you got some trash on your on your you know the back side of your your bench here, go get the 
the sample. Go get yes. these guys. Go go get these tight ends that are going to produce. Who'd you say? Well, more like Cox. Yeah. Well, yeah. While yeah, Doyle. While Doyle is out, and then uh, the guy from I'm totally blanking on the name. The guy from Dallas. Um, oh, Schultz. 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 I mean, the Schultz sample. These guys, like, go get them. Like. Yeah. You don't want to start Ingram right now. He's just, especially this week, going to say his friend. No, 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 Goodbye. Um, yep. Own a lot of Ingram and benching him this week. Benched him last week. You have to. It sounds right, like you're just any of your teams. You're benching. Your players are hurt. You're, you're <laughs> struggle busing. It sounds. Are you are you starting an active team this week? <laughs> He's putting everybody on the bench like no. zeros are better than what they're gonna get me. No. <laughs> I, so, I mean, I'm starting an active team in the sense that I'm actively searching for starters, mm. um, and it's going to take a team of people to help me find them because I don't, I don't have the time. So, no. Gotta figure it out, man. You, you joined twenty leagues. You gotta figure out how to. Manage 20 leagues. All right. This is why I don't do that. Uh, let's jump into some injuries here. So, you know, we, we kind of news, newsy this, this segment of the of the show. We'll, we'll ask you guys a couple questions here while we're in it, but uh, mostly just kind of rip through it. So, Drew Locke, strained rotator cuff out two to six weeks. That team's just in shambles. Tyrod, I know it's Tyrod. Oh, Shut up, Jeff. Yeah. I, 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 I don't agree with I don't agree. It is Tyrod. It's Go Tyrod. It's totally Screw Tyrod. all you. Um, Who the fuck is Tyrod? It's actually how you pronounce his name. I just ignored it because we what? all said Tyrod. No, he even came out and said it. Is that like a big trust thing? Did I no. miss something? Literally, it is how he said you pronounce his name. Uh, I'm an I mean, alumni. He was on the bill. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm Tyrod. I was like, what? We were all like, what? Anyway. All the Hokie fans were like, that's unreal. Anyway, uh, not important. Uh, Tyrod Taylor collapsed long. I'd be suing the hell out of those uh, doctors on that team because they, uh, they did. Hey, everybody, you come in for the doctors? I'm right here. All right. Do you want the shot of injection stuff? Come over and see Dr. Nick. What's, what's great, AJ, is I was thinking oh. that. Oh. In, in that my mind, doctor. the gift. The gif was in my mind, and then you started saying it, and it was fantastic. Reverse mind control. (laughs) I'm good at something. I can't talk right now because that was too good. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G for the San Francisco Uh, 49. What you did right there is phenomenal, too, because you got Jimmy G space Q. That's his fucking nickname. Okay. I don't care enough. I don't care enough. I'm not a 49ers fan, and I don't have a crush on him like you do, apparently. So, Jimmy G, he's questionable with an ankle. He's probably more doubtful. Like, they pretty much already ruled him out. Mullins is going to start. So, uh, good luck, 49ers. Uh, You've already lost Nick Bosa, too, so that sucks. Um, Running backs here, we got Saquon Barkley. 
Look, we we've I want to bring this up to you, Scott. So Saquon Barkley's out. We obviously already mentioned that. We mentioned Deion Lewis, but Devonta Freeman signs there. I mean, are we any excited about Devonta Freeman or what's going on? There? No, I'm not excited about him. I, I I saw somebody overbid. They gave like thirty percent of their fab boy on the on the waiver wire to get him in my league, and somebody else bid twenty percent of their their waiver wire fab the last dollars they had to get Deion Lewis, and so. I don't I don't like that. I don't unless there's an injury and this sounds terrible. I don't like players until there's a, a single kind of market share. If you got a triple market share, or do, I don't like it. I don't like it. And so it, it may, maybe one of those guys emerges. But until we know, it takes repetitive data patterns for us to see what happens. That's right. what we Honestly, that's what we need. We need to see. I, I spent a little bit on Freeman and a little bit on Lewis here and there. Like it was just kind of whatever, but. Um, my my take on on him is on Freeman is just. I mean the Giants are bad. I mean Saquon struggled. You yeah, we really right. think Freeman and Lewis are gonna do anything, especially when they're gonna have to split carries? And Gallman's not gonna be like, just like a ghost. Like he's not gonna get inactives anymore. He's gonna get active. And so he's going to be involved. And so, like, this backfield is just crazy. I took a shot where, like, I didn't have to spend a lot of money. But it was just kind of one of those, like, fine, I'll, I'll take a chance. Like, I'll, I'll drop Chris Thompson for Deion Lewis because obviously Chris Thompson's not doing anything. So well, what am I losing at this point? I'll go pick up the next guy next week. So, um, obviously, CMC out. We've already talked about Mike Davis. He's obviously the hot waiver ad, and, and I think he should have been easily. Um Kevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert. They're both questionable at this point, but it's kind of weird. Like Coleman, I think is out. I mean, like you've already kind of said he's out multiple weeks. Raheem Mostert's probably out two to four to weeks, in my opinion. So AJ, what do we, how much are we like, does we were already both you and I were already excited about McKinnon as, you know, into this coming into the season already. Especially given his late draft value, we both took him in multiple leagues. But now that he's got this opportunity, like how much are you just all in on McKinnon, at least for a couple of weeks? Um, until he falls off his bicycle riding to practice and strains his clavicle, which will be okay, tomorrow. Can we, can we, by the way, can we mute AJ tonight? Because it's Jeff bad. Wilson. <laughs> Jeff Wilson all the way. Gosh. No, you cannot mute me. You can and only Jeff hope can. to try to contain me. <laughs> you know, AJ, I, I got to be honest with you. I thought I, I came in like totally, you know, team Bond, Joe Bond. But, uh, you know, it, it, I've been steadily like, like moving over to your side. And oh, I really, my gosh. I know. Here? I know, Joe. I'm sorry. It's just, Get that needle. Get that needle going. <laughs> what, what I like, though, AJ, Nick, about Nick, it is it's everywhere. I, I think that he's going to get the, the goal line carries. He knows that offense well. He's a yeah. bigger back. He's a, he's a more broad back. He's somebody who you can pound. And this is the thing, man. I, I You watch games and you're like, how does Carlos Hyde have a job? How does Frank Gore have a job? Because they can get in there in, in that, you know, not even the next level, but like that, that, that first level and just push the pile for four yards. And then you go gross, gross. But if he gets a touchdown, you go, Oh, okay. So I don't love any any of the backs right now. I think I think well, actually, I like McKinnon better uh, as a PPR guy. I like McKinnon better, but you know, I think I think Wilson's the guy who has the more goal line you know potential. But I did get McKinnon in the Scott Fishbowl in like the twenty eighth millionth round. So you know, yes, yes, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, 
Yeah. Might smart be, guy. Save my season. All right, so Zach Moss. We've talked about the Buffalo Bills before, but Zach Moss is questionable with the toe. So mm. if he's out, then uh, we've 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 got Singletary rising way up. I don't think anybody disagrees with me there. Philip Lindsay's questionable again with a toe. Josh Jacobs questionable with a hit, but uh, he usually plays through this. Got to ask you, Scott, real quick because we are we are long already on this show, so. Acres and Brown, like pretty questionable to play. Dever, Dara Henderson, I mean, this is automatic, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think you know he is somebody who a couple weeks ago was just left for you know injured coming into the season, kind of left for for for, for I'm not gonna say for dead because you know, I don't want to, you know, but just kind of. I mean, he was drafted in the 16th round in my home league, and I think if he is gonna get 20 carries, you know, or maybe 15 carries and five to eight targets. I mean, that's an RB two. That's a flex. I mean, that's somebody who you're going to have to start. And uh, in a game where you, you said earlier that, that, that Buffalo hasn't played as great, you know, and that's the truth. They haven't played as great. So um, I, I think that there's a, there's a potential for, for some points in that game. And, and we'll see how that, that works out for them. I, I don't dislike that at all. Henderson, somebody who I went after, you know, several leagues and I didn't get him. And then I tweeted out, if you wanted to go check out at nimble, uh, w numbers on Twitter, uh, 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 a cat attacking other cats that were plushy toys that looked just like him when he didn't get his waiver wire pick. It was vicious. Oh, geez. And, and that's exactly how I kind of felt when I woke up. But I didn't get Henderson and some of my. I didn't get him in Scott Fish. I wanted him in Scott Fish. He was there in Scott Fish. So yeah, I do. I do think he's somebody this week who pops. All right. All right, so let's move into some wide receiver action here. Try to rip through these here. All right, Crowder, Hammy, Doubtful, Brashard Perryman, high ankle sprain, two to four weeks. Julio, questionable, hamstring, Sterling, Shepard, turf toe, IR, two to four weeks. Debo, IR, foot, targeting week four. Devante, questionable, hamstring. Campbell, Paris, Sprained PCL, MCL, IR, three to six weeks. Jalen Rieger, torn UCL in thumb. Too busy sticking it up somebody's butt <laughs> because he's not catching an effing ball. That's not quick, man. You had you IR, had two to three yeah. weeks. Uh, Harry Nettleman, I already mentioned them. Questionable ankle and knee. Uh, ankle and knee. I thought it was shoulder for Harry. Could be wrong. Uh, Cortland That's Sutton. That's what I read. Sorry, I wrote it down. You're illiterate. That's fine. Cortland Sutton, (laughs) ACL, IR, out for season. See you. It is no longer Sutton, SZN. Bye-bye. Christian Kirk, questionable groin. Go talk to Big Dick Nick. Juju, questionable knee. AJ Brown, questionable knee. Last two I've got here, and this is a question from a coworker of mine. Rugs is... Now downgraded to limited activity. Oh, uh, he did I play do. Monday. Um, had a pretty decent game, I believe. And then you've got no, he didn't. I know. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> I, I meant week yeah. one. Week one, people had good weeks. Week two, not so much. Um, so yes, he is downgraded right now. Uh, and then Jerry Judy is also on this list, dealing with a rib injury. Mm. So. Joe and Scott, I ask the two of you, which one of these receivers would you prefer to go with in a flex spot this week? 
And it may be an easier answer now that Ruggs has been downgraded. But the floor is yours. So Ruggs, who and who? Ruggs or Judy? Ruggs or Judy? I just read that Judy's dealing with an injury too, but I think it's got to be Judy now that Ruggs... literally just said he's dealing with a rib injury. Yeah, but I... I... So you can't read. I was barely listening to you. What can you do? You said Uh, rip through. Did you one? I didn't know you were going to ask me a question afterwards. Damn you. I did ask a question. You got to tell me these things. No, it, I mean now that now that Ruggs has been downgraded, I think it's got to be Judy. I mean, it you yeah. know without Cortland Sutton, Ruggs is already dealing with Waller, who's going to get seventeen targets and fucking crush me on a Monday night uh, when I had him versus Jacobs in a ten point lead and lost. That sucked. So he's dealing with Waller. He's dealing with Jacobs. He's dealing with Brian Edwards. Deal with Aguilar, who just seemed to figure out how to catch a football again so yeah it's 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 judy all the way i i agree and can i can we just pivot back to to hobbled julio for a second i mean holy yeah right i was gonna i was trying to say something you cut me off holy (laughs) shit i mean that guy might not play football this week that's that's not great for the whole atlanta falcons i feel like going into chicago not that they were going to run all over him but i it's a it's a it's a kind of comeback it's a it's a down you know Calvin Ridley, number one wide receiver. I, I love that. But, yeah, man, wow, that's that's crazy. And then also, bum thumb, AJ going crazy there. Uh, we can't overlook the bum thumb reference either. I mean, jeez, man, you're hot. You're coming in hot, man. I'm excited to be here. You're just on fire tonight, and me and Joe are just kind of along for the ride. So, you know. Well, it's usually the Both other way around. Ego so ego I'm glad much. to Does finally be man. pulling Does my it. own weight. Sorry, Joe. Sorry. He doesn't need yeah. him. Just trust me on this one. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you have unleashed something un- unruly. Yeah, well, Jeff looks unnerved, so if that's how. Five. Jeff's All right, let's, let's get to our picks of the week, man. So we, so we give our... Uh, uh, we give our... Um, well, we need tight ends. Hold on. But, I didn't rip through them yet. Well, I thought- Man, God, aren't you no, done? I asked a fucking question because you get mad when I don't ask questions. And then you get mad when I ask questions. I do. So here's a question. <laughs> Which is it, Joe? Which is it going to be? Hey, man. Finish. <laughs> CJ Uzuma. Achilles IR out for season. Harry uh, Henry Hunter. Uh, Hunter Henry. Questionable with an ankle. And apparently an ingrown hair. Uh, Kittle, (laughs) questionable with a knee. Darren Waller, your boy, questionable with a knee. Okay. Nobody cares about that. Let's move it on. Last week. Anyway. Week three picks. Yes, weekly picks. So, Scott, before the show, I kind of alluded to this, but what we do is we give our uh, we give our sleeper quarterback running backs receiver and then we do um oh what the hell happened to my google chart i have moved on to a different show let me go back to the one i was on this fucking guy i don't know what I the hell happens yeah i know right i mean you're the one that's late i'm the one that's fucking it up later all right so let's see here so all right so quarterbacks we do sleepers anybody rated higher than 15 according to fancy pros ecr rankings currently so who you got 
So is, is this um, somebody who I think is going to pop or somebody who I think is going to not? So this would be the sleeper. So somebody who's you okay. know going to be better than 15. You know, somebody who's going to pop, right? Someone in that, that range. That well, greater than 15 range who's going to pop. You know, it, it's it's tricky because down there you're dealing with a lot of the, the Trubiskis, uh, you know, the, the the Drew Breeses of the world these days. You know, it's, it's slim pickings. You know, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah. I, I do think, yeah, I, I do think just on volume, though, um, and this is just from, from my perspective, Joe Burrow has, a, has an opportunity, I think, this week in a game that I think is going to score more points than you think. And I think that he does have a little bit of a chance to 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 throw the ball around. Uh, you, you've seen it the last couple of weeks, too. Uh, the, the, the Philly team's not great, you know, that they're not great. Oh. So I, 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 I think there's just that's a sleepy a sleepy pick that most people aren't going to be on. Um, I think the easier pick is Tom Brady uh, against Denver. But, you know, I, I do think Burrow's just going to get volume. They're going to throw the ball a bunch. And and to go back to what AJ said earlier about running backs, I don't like Joe Mixon. I, I don't. He's not yeah. somebody I think he's going to get a lot of, uh, you know, runs this week. they got to throw the ball. And uh, there's a little bit of upside there in that in Cincinnati offense this week. So Yeah, I think you just stole AJ's pick, so we'll skip you, AJ, because I think oh, pretty oh, much oh. we're going to say that because you said Burrow, oh, da-da-da, because of da-da-da, Philly. So, uh Going Mitch. On there. I, I liked it. Uh, I did pick Tannehill. Uh, I think Tannehill's a great pick here. Minnesota's D has been thrashed um, the last couple of weeks. It, it's pretty shocking. They were so good two years ago. Uh, last year they were still pretty solid, but this year they're just they're they suck. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Tannehill has been passing the ball a lot more than we thought. Uh, which killed me in DFS last week. I took Derrick Henry and uh, should have taken Aaron Jones. That was my coin flip, and I lost because of it. So uh, Tannehill is my my boy here. So running backs here, running back sleepers, somebody higher ranked than twenty four. Who you guys got? Mm, man, there's 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 not a lot of great. No, there's not great 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 guys. I mean, Joshua Kelly's on that edge at twenty five. So, you know, I kind of like that, that touchdown potential for him. Devin Singletary is a guy at 26, and we're looking at the, the ECR on Fantasy Pros for yes, the half-point PPR. I want to clarify yes. that for friends. And so it's kind of right on the edge there. If Moss is out, I do like Singletary. McKinnon's on the edge there, too. Uh, but, you know, Daryl Henderson, he sneaks in at 31st. So, you know, he's somebody who has potential to finish inside the top 24 this week, I think. So I, I'm going to go with Henderson out of that group of, of guys intriguing yeah. people, but not, not as uh, I think not as a consistent volume. We don't know what the, what the snap share is going to be and what the, the attempts are going to be for all of those backs. But I think with Henderson, we have a better picture. Yeah. Um, if it weren't for <laughs> if it, all of if it wasn't just the injury. No, no I'm reason good. is I'm why I didn't pick Henderson, but Henderson would have been mine too. But AJ, you want to say a couple words? Cause he did steal yours again. Uh, my words were Burrow ellipsis because ellipsis Philly, and my <laughs> next word was Henderson. So no, no, I think it's covered. Okay, hey, I like AJ. I think we got I it. Just gotta say, I think there's there, there's kind of synergy here, unintentional. Even I mean, though- hey, he he's grown the beards before. I you know I grow the stubble. I do the stubble and shave it down. Oh. I, I like to keep it a little. I will, I will have to. You guys are on the same wavelengths here. A picture I, of. Probably my my bulkiest beard ever. 
Oh my gosh! It's, it's, I've got a couple good ones there. I'll 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 tweet them to you. Uh, yeah, you got you got to put them out. You got to put them out on Twitter at, with the uh, with the show. So, I right, Joshua Kelly was mine. Like you said, I right on the cups, and I hate I hate doing that. Like I hate picking the guy like right after the twenty five, right or twenty four, but he's got twenty three carries last week. You can't deny that the the workload's there, and the the matchup is there this week. It's it's inevitable. I think he's just gonna score. Yeah. So receivers, anybody greater than 36? Yep. Who'd I get? Who'd I get? Yeah. Let's, let's see. He's got, he's got, you know, whew, wow. Corey Davis is at 37. And so yeah. you talked about Tanny Hill earlier. You know, John New Smith is questionable. I haven't heard the latest updates. Maybe, maybe he got a limited work in today. I don't know. Um, I think Corey Davis so far with AJ Brown out in that situation kind of he's got a bone bruise on his knee. But that's not great. You need your knee to not run. Going away. No, he missed this week. Yeah, that's not great. So I really like, you know, and like you said, picking the guy who's like one away, uh, kind of shitty. But I think Corey Davis, he should be ranked inside the top 30 this week. It's just one of those clerical oversights. And then, you know, if you want to drop down kind of looking for more of a value. I don't want to steal anybody else's, but at 46, Russell Gage, goodness gracious, have we not had enough uh, volume of Russell Gage to go? Right. If Julio's out, that guy is is a top 24 wide receiver this week. You know, so oh. I, I, those are my two guys. I'm going to target them in DFS, and I have Russell Gage in a lot of leagues and in Dynasty. He's going to be definitely elevated to my team. So, AJ, okay, we'll all talk since I haven't had a chance yet. Uh, I went with number 47. So thank you for one-upping and not taking my guy, Mr. Alan Lazard. Um, I mean, we have to assume that Lattimore is going to be on Devante. Not that it probably matters because Devante is ridiculous, but I feel like Lazard could get his another another matchup of uh, two bona fide future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So I like Lazard. To get some uh, get some yards, some Liz yards. Yeah, guess, so mine's maybe. Nikhil Harry. I was actually surprised to see him at a thir- outside of the top thirty-six. You know, we, we talked about how Cam's has been targeting him heavily. You know, it's, it's like six and nine targets both weeks so far. So I like him that you know if he can keep getting that target share, I think he'll finally just fall into the end zone one of these days. Cam mm-hmm. won't steal all of them. So I like mm-hmm. I like I like Harry a lot. So. Well, 30, moving on here to what? you said thirty-two rushing touchdowns, right? That—that's that, the pace. yeah, right. I mean, you know, he's—he's—he's he's on pace for thirty-two rushing touchdowns. Over so. under, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that becomes an over under, I'm—I'm all in, man. Right. Uh, so that's my—that's my counter bet. <laughs> Not a big better. <laughs> so bus here. So let's start with quarterbacks. Anybody inside the top twelve, Scott? What you got? Well, you know, I, I hinted at it earlier. I do—I do like Russell Gage. As a as a kind of a, a play, I, you know, I'm a little concerned about Matt Ryan this week going you know into Chicago. It's it's on grass, which you know maybe does make a huge difference, but it's just a little bit different. I know the Bears haven't been great great on their defense, and then they have been stiffer in the past. But uh, this just to me, you know, I don't know if they can sustain that with Julio out. I think what works well is having all your weapons. And I, I don't know if Julio is going to be out, but that's something to monitor. If Julio is out, uh, I think that, that though, he, what if he's like a, you know, just a decoy, he's done it before. 
He has been, and that's what makes me concerned about him if he's not on the field. You know, if he is on the field, he can be that decoy. But if he's not, that kind of just shifts the whole coverage scheme and it makes it, you know, you're going to run the ball a lot with Todd Gurley. It just kind of just changes the air it out mentality. I think you need Julio mm-hmm. in that that three-ring circus in a way. And with Hurst in there, makes it kind of a, a you know, little group of four. But, yeah, so that's something to monitor. And, and if he does play, then then maybe I'm kind of you know not worrying about that as much. And if the the, the band's back together, then then we're you know, we're okay. Um, the 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 Patrick Mahomes Baltimore Ravens game, honestly, that's one you know a little closer to the top five that gives me a little bit of a concern. I don't know what that game's going to look like. I don't know if it shoots or if it's a defensive kind of. I know. I, I thought about that game too. I literally thought about taking Lamar because he's ranked number one. And I was like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> it's yeah. just a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. I think, I think that we don't know. Cause he wasn't and, good against Kansas city last year. So no, I mean, we'll see, but all right, AJ, what you got? Well, speaking of those two phenomenal one and two quarterbacks, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, my guy for this week is Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger because this is the first quarterback that Houston will see that's not named Mahomes or Jackson. <laughs> so, there you know, the, the nice thing for Houston is they've gotten better Ooh. as the weeks have gone on. They gave up, and this is according to the Yahoo uh, thing that we use that you put in the agenda for whatever the other picks were. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've given up 26 point. 44 points to Mahomes and then only 19.56 to Lamar. So I'm smelling maybe like a 14 to 16 in range for big Ben. I don't know. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have high hopes in life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, held both of those guys to under 215 yards. Uh, Lamar only had one touchdown. He ran a lot I mean, though. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but big Ben's not running anywhere. Um, no. You know, unless it's to an emergency room to fix another busted up nose or something. So I think that that this matchup is not going to be, you know, great for him. I just think this could be a, a game where they look to try to just run the ball and, and you know, stuff it down Houston's throat that way. I don't think he's going to be throwing a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, so mine here is on the opposite side of that. The uh, field there, and it's going to be Deshaun Watson. I mean, Dizzy Steelers D. Did, did yeah. you see what they've done to teams so far? That front seven is nasty. Uh, so I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to be Deshaun Watson like. And honestly, Deshaun Watson hasn't been Deshaun Watson like so far. So it's going to get even worse this week. So, so wait, if if he hasn't been Watson like, has he not taken a bunch of sacks? I mean, isn't that kind of the argument with the front? But even if he takes sacks, he scores a lot of fantasy points because he can. I'm just slowing the show down. I know. Anyway, running backs. Running backs. Scott, anybody less less than 20? Hmm. No, there's there's a few different people. Joe Mixon jumps out to me uh, as somebody who I'm not in love with necessarily. Um, You know, I, I. I just don't love Joe Mixon. I don't. I never have. Never will. I don't have any shares. I'm out. I'm sorry. You know, that offense is not a high-tuned machine that can kind of operate between passing and running and trick you. You kind of know when Joe Mixon's getting the ball, and you can kind of stop him. Uh, and the other two plays are trying to throw the ball. So, Sure. Yeah. AJ? 
I'm I'm gonna go with Ceh, Clyde Edwards Alar. Um, I mean, I just I, again, I think this is this is gonna be a very tough game. Um, this is what most people felt like the AFC Championship should have been last year. Uh, Tennessee decided to fuck that up. Sorry, another one, another one. Sorry, just just censor me, Jeff. Just I, I don't know how we can make that work. I mean, you'd probably just have to have a running beep across my face. Yes, I would love it. Um, we're gonna get a catheter soon. <laughs> I know, but uh, we gotta go, AJ. Stop talking. <laughs> Ceh, move on. Yes, so mine's David Johnson. Same theme, Pittsburgh. They oh. shut down Saquon. Move on. Wide receiver, anybody earlier than twenty-four, Scott. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, you know, jump out there too far, but uh, Robert, Robert Woods this week, he, he's got a tough matchup, you know, and got I, me. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. Like we can go to the bathroom sooner. I yeah. Mean, right. I was gonna say I've had two pints. I'm done, man. Right. Dude. I've had like. Four. Oh, now I get the catheter reference. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> a little slow in the uptake with that one. Right. Well, what had happened, officers or officers, is, uh, you know, no, I just. Everybody <laughs> ordered the catheter. Did you get it, meow? Yeah, Tredavious White is a beast, and he's only giving up 4.4 fantasy points per game. So, Robert Woods, he's going to be higher than that. I think he'll be 11, 12, but he's not somebody who's going to be 14, 15, 18, I don't think. Cooper Cup day, by the way. Because right. they've been giving up a lot to the slot. So Cooper Cup and Higby eat. Nick reference. Go, AJ. I, I said Big Dick Nick referenced. Uh, uh, receiver. Let's go, please. There, done. Over. Move. All right. Tight end streamer. It's got rapid fire. All right, we're gonna we're wrapping up. I appreciate you sending me the the, the list uh, in in your league, and so you know I'm going Jordan Reed. He's available. I'm going Jordan Reed. You know he he won me five thousand dollars last week, and I'm gonna go with him. So yeah, where do you Kittle plays? I don't think Kittle's playing. Questionable. Yeah, he he he's on the wrong side of questionable at this point. Yeah. I feel like I'm going I'm going Jordan Reed, and I'm gonna win me some more money this weekend with him. Sure, AJ, who you got? Going Hokies, baby. Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas. That was my pick last week. Blows against the tight end. I gave it to you this week. So mine's Drew Sample. Eight targets after Uzma left last week. Can't can't deny that, man. I know they were in catch-up mode, but come on. That's got to tell you something. So defenses, Scott. Who's your defensive stream this week? You know, I like I like Cleveland against the Washington football team just because they're not that great, and their their front can kind of dominate. I think the Washington front five, so that's my my little jump in there. AJ, I am going with the Arizona Cardinals. Detroit, no block city. I don't know. Zona's got seven sacks <laughs> on the season like so far. Detroit just gave up four sacks alone to Green Bay, plus another one the week uh, before. They're a turnover-prone offense. If Galladay's not in, which he probably won't be, because, again, I own a lot of him. So, yeah, it makes sense. You've got my curse this year, buddy. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, dude. We we shared we shared a couple teams together, and you got my curse. That's that's yeah. that's me. Thanks for that. So Washington football team is my defense. Like I know Cleveland looked a little better last week, um, but you know they're playing Cincy. That's not that's not anything to write home about. Washington's not a great team, but that front seven, as we mentioned before, is absolutely incredible. Um, it's strength on strength. This, this this Cleveland they like to run the ball, pass. You know they they like to block and run, right? So front seven versus first front five or whatever you want to call it. And so, but I just feel like that front seven can get enough pressure on Mayfield to like, when Mayfield gets rattled, he makes a lot of mistakes and he doesn't throw accurately. OBJ is going to have problems. And so I just don't feel like you really want much to do with this Cleveland offense. You know, obviously you're starting Chubb and Hyde or Chubb and Hunt. Sorry. I said Hyde. I don't know why, uh, but Hunt. Cause you can't hide your kids, sit hide them. your wife. But <laughs> hide your chub. But yeah, <laughs> not if you're big dick Nick. It's impossible. <laughs> I mean, it's apparently we're fucking AJ here. So. Are you right, a fan? Anyway, it's Washington, so it's so like we're done now, there. By the way. All right, so we've got a little long. Appreciate everybody for hanging out with us tonight. All right, Scott, All right. let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter and and whatever whatnot. No, I appreciate that man. Thanks for having me on. It's been a blast. I love you guys. Uh, you can go long anytime. Another big dick <laughs> Nick. Reference right there. Oh uh, man! Find me at, uh, at Nimble d- W numbers. It's it's implicit. And and Joe Smarty called me Nimble with numbers. It's Nimble with numbers, folks. But it's implicit. Nimble at Nimble W numbers on Twitter, and then Nimble W numbers dot com and the Fantasy Millionaires dot com. I've got like seventeen podcasts. They're all over the place. Just hit me up on Twitter. I'll tell you where they are. You can subscribe if you like the DFS world. I'm in that as well. We're all over the place. So thank you for inviting me on. And I got to run to the bathroom because yeah, absolutely, it's insane in the membrane. I've drank four beers and, yeah. uh, you know, I'm old. So. All right, man. Well, love you guys. Thank you for, thank you for hanging right. out, man. It was a good time. I had a Thanks, blast. Uh, so Peace. that's all we've got. So, AJ, uh, thanks for hanging out with us again tonight, man. Glad, glad you could come back. <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, thanks, thanks for having me. I mean, it's 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 cool to be like a guest as, as you know, instead of a co-host, I, I guess. It feels um, like I'm a guest right now, but anyway, it's okay. I, I'm, I I'm just totally shitting with you, man. Um, I've, I've had a double and a triple, so whatever. It's been a good night. Um, so anyway, so we got for the show. I, Miami's going to also... rock Jacksonville. Is this game over? 31-13. Yep. It is over. Uh, Fitzpatrick threw for 160 yards and two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Gardner Minshew was 275 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. So, yeeks. Uh, we, we're, we're doing a thing on Fantasy Six Pack where we're trying to pick, like, Thrive Fantasy, you know, prop bets. I think we got smashed because I don't think any of those hit. So, that sucks. I said I didn't like this game. I just thought it was going to be a weird one regardless. I was like, no, 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 no. I didn't like it, but nobody went with me. So I think we lost money again. Awesome. That's why I don't like betting. Um, anyway. You'll like it a lot more if you make better picks and actually win money. Hey, hey I told Trust everybody me. not to bet. They bet, Jeff. <laughs> no, this is all on you, anyway. Jeff. Wrap it up. Anyway. This is all on you, Jeff. I'm blaming you. You were the another, one that told keep the bet. Uh, anyway. Yet, yet another big dick riff? reference I don't, I don't anyway i'm out it up. all right everybody send it see send it full send cheers <laughs>